0: Hello, hello, hello. This is Self Discovery with Survivor Empower Life Coach Financial. I am your O Salesia. I'm a certified life coach and accountant. I'm certified in the city of Connecticut to assist with individuals in an active domestic violence and or sexual situation. I'm also a survivor of domestic violence. Self Discovery is here to assist survivors in rediscovering themselves. my podcast with relevant topic where we discuss how, why, and solution. Before we get started this evening, I want you to get your notebook, journal, pen, pencil, or paper and write down what resonates with you. These podcasts is there to assist people to open their mind To look outside the box that they have enclosed themselves in. Because sometimes we can't see beyond that. And by hearing someone else say it. Might be what you need. To release yourself. To allow yourself. To make that move. That shift. Whatever it might be. So this evening we're going to be talking about loving yourself is understanding yourself loving yourself is understanding ourselves. loving yourself is knowing the person because how do you love something someone and you don't know them how do you truly love yourself if you have no idea who you are? And tonight, I'm going to start this topic, <clears throat> it's going to go beyond tonight, but tonight we're just going to touch on it, we're going to start the dialogue, we're going to start the conversation where you're going to talk to yourself, you're going to ask yourself some questions. You're going to dig deep. And let's think about this. To truly love yourself is a process. That might take years, might take weeks, might take months. Who knows? Because everyone's journey is different. An easy journey, but it's a journey that we all should participate in. Loving yourself can consist of a deconstruction of oneself to reconstruct oneself. So to truly understand the flavor and what makes you think and think and just do things you do, you have to go in there and deconstruct, pull it down, take off the mask, take off the wall that you have built over the years through the diverse, through the trauma, through everything that might have happened to you. Some things based on choice, some things you had no choice. But all those different things and layers and layers of different things shape you and help you to make the decisions you make. After each incident in life, that incident allow us to think differently, whether it's good, bad, indifference, but it shapes how we see the world and how we're we going to respond next time. If that difference was not positive, then it give us a positive, it give us a not so positive look on the world and if that situation arise next time, we're gonna be in survival mode. We're gonna respond in a way to protect ourselves. Our guards are up. And not that a bad thing, but We're going to be responding in fear. We're going to be, our antenna is going to go up. It's going to be stress. We're going to be in fight or flight situation. Now if the situation that happened was something positive, we're always going to reflect back on that. And that's going to bring joy to us, laughter, and that experience we're going to continue to relive. The funny thing about it, we also relive that negative situation as well. And so now we have this positive and this negative situation and they compete. They compete in anything that that is familiar or similar to either situation, that's how we're gonna respond. Our brains doesn't forget anything. Our unconscious doesn't forget anything. And so that's what shapes us, our life experience on a day to day basis. So when you deconstruct yourself, one of the things you want to think about is your behavior. How do I respond to certain situations? You might say, what situation are you referring to? Well, that way it comes in where you really start writing down things. If you've been keeping a journal, you go back and you look through it and you say, okay, what are the commonalities that I see? What are the patterns I see about myself when certain situations arise? How do I handle it? And step out of it, look and say, why did I respond that way? What was going through my mind at that time? And also, if it's something positive, why did I respond that way? Because every situation you can learn, if it's a negative situation, negative response, then you think, okay, let me go back and revisit it. What can I learn from that? I don't know, I'm not gonna say, but if it's something as a child that you are traumatized, Abuse, because on this podcast, we mostly talk about abuse. So if you were abused as a child, don't blame yourself. Easier said than done. You might have to go back and talk to your younger self and let your younger self know that it's not your fault. That person's behavior was that person's behavior. That person needs to be accountable you are not responsible for someone else's behavior and as a minor you only can do but so much did the people around fail you if they did that give you a total different perspective on how you treat the world how you trust if they were also abused and wasn't able to save you that also once again make you a fighter or a rebellious, an independent person where you feel you cannot rely on anyone. So different things in your life is going to trigger different response and different behavior. In the deconstruction of yourself, it's not about removing or getting rid of things because those experiences are not going anywhere, but you want to be at peace with some of those experiences. You want to be at peace and acknowledging that it happened. And when it happened, depending on where you are in your life, you weren't able to do anything about it at the time. But no one has the right to abuse you or take advantage of you. So that's the first thing you want to think about. People are not nice and they need to be accountable. And you want to let yourself know that. Once again, forgive yourself and let yourself know you're going to be okay. Let your adult self tell your younger self that you are okay going forward. And what those people have done was wrong and you realize and you acknowledge it and you also realize that acknowledge is not your fault and that's okay as we say you know going through the world we look through a lens, a lens that is tainted with our experience. That lens how we see the world And how we respond to people is based on our life experience you know we always talk about where you can have two siblings that was raised in the same household the age difference might be a year two years apart maybe might even be three but they're relatively close in age same mother and father same environment however when you ask them about their life experience they're gonna give you totally totally a different story, and if there was abuse, one child might take the abuse as a motivation to never be in this situation again, so they will excel in life because they're going to be darned if they're ever gonna be in this situation, so at all costs, in their mind, they're going to put themselves in a position way where they will not be relying on X, Y, and Z to survive. Where the other child might be doomed and not able to take a step forward because they feel crippled by that situation. That situation taunts them where they're uncomfortable in making decisions. They're unable to move forward always worrying about the outcome, always worrying about are they making the right decision and in that process, they end up in that situation and they keep reliving it. And as they keep reliving it, their ability to make decisions and feeling good about the decision they make is diminishing. Where the other child is on another mission, um, is the one that who's more successful is doing much better than the other one um, on the exterior, yes. Financially, more likely, yes. Emotionally, probably not. Mentally, probably not. When you ask them about the situation, one will sound like a fighter and one will sound defeated. But this all goes back to how the world and our experience and how we respond to the world. Is going to be through the lens of our perception of how life is actually is. The one who's going through changes is going to think the world is doomed. It's a disaster. There's no hope. There's no one there for me. I can't get ahead. Where the one who's striving is going to say, "Ah, oh, there's so much opportunity." Yeah, yeah. My parents might have done A, B, and C, but guess what? I'm surviving. I'm not going to be in the same position as my parents. That's my motivation. Wow, what a difference. But they're actually both suffering emotionally and mentally. But their motivation is different. The one who is not doing so well lacks motivation. The one Who's doing well on the exterior and financially the motivation is the fear so we have to think about that so that's part of the thing that we're going to look at when we deconstruct is our behavior and that's important you're going to look at your behavior on a day to day basis and that's where you're going to start and as you break down the different layers of who you are and understand who you are then you'll start loving yourself and this might sound a little crazy wow I'm gonna do all this and love myself yes because you're gonna love yourself for who you are and what you have to offer we all have something to offer you can't really love somebody until you really know them and even in a relationship you might fall in love with someone at first sight if you believe in that but you truly don't love them, it takes a couple of months. As you get to know them more and more, you're either gonna fall deeply in love with them even more, or you're gonna fall out of love with them. The authentic you. That's who you want to love, and that's who you want people to love. This gives you an opportunity as you deconstruct yourself to work on the area that need to be worked on. This process is not something that's going to happen overnight. It's a process that there's no time frame or time limit or due date is attached to it. Because you have to do it at your own pace. Some people might have more to deconstruct, more to pull apart, more layers to go through than others. But it's irrelevant. This is a personalized journey. But it's a journey that is worth it. And this is enough. I'm going to leave this alone for now. I want you to take the information that I share tonight and think about it. Look at it and see, do I need to do that? I wouldn't even say need. I would say, is this something I want to participate in? Is this something I want to do for me? Do I truly want to understand who I am and why I make the decision and the choices I make in life? Why do I smile? Why do I frown when someone says something? Why do I flinch or jump when this happened around me? why does this bother me? Why don't I like that and I have no idea what it is but I just don't like it? Why do I get mad at people when they look at me? Even if they look at me with a smile? Or why do I laugh over everything externally? Why do I laugh so loud? Why do I smile over everything? Why am I so happy in public but cry when I'm alone? There's so many reasons why one would want to participate in an activity like this. So I'm going to wrap it up tonight. This will be a topic that we will discuss again. And this topic is called Loving Yourself is Understanding Yourself and/or ourselves. So, think about it. We will definitely be talking about this again the next stage. So, with that being said, we're gonna close it out. Let's wrap it up. Remember, self-love and self-care with positive affirmation is feeding one mind, body, soul, and spirit. Remember, you are worthy of all good things that comes your way. Yes, my foundation is self-love, self-care. It is so important. Because to be successful, to be truly successful, you have to love yourself. Because success without happiness, inner peace, inner joy, means nothing has no value um, I put a podcast out every two weeks and you can find me on Facebook and Instagram so follow me on Facebook is under self in all cap S-E-L-F Survivor Empower Life Coach Financial on Instagram is self underscore ins, transition life coach and I have a website, Survivor Empower Life Coach Financial. I'm a life coach. I work with survivors of domestic violence. I work with women who wants to move forward in their life after leaving an abusive situation. We sometimes get disoriented, and what I do, I help these individuals, these women, to find their footing, to help them. Create that life that they want to and is worthy of and is more than capable of having. I help them on their journey. I work with them to be the best they can.